So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. It's great to be with you. Andrew Rose, I have footy results. Oh, great. The nines, of course. The Rugby League World Cup nines. Australia 25 defeated New Zealand 12 at Bankwest Stadium in front of more than 12,000 people. Nice. Very good. And in the women's game, Australia 22 prevailed over New Zealand 8. Take that, New Zealand. Now, apart from the World Cup nines this weekend, the Rugby World Cup is on. The NBL and the A-League are well underway. Oh, my goodness. The women's bigs bashes have started. Stop. And the Everest is racing. Yeah. What do you do in such a quiet weekend of sport? Me? I spent two nights at uh, Max Watts for PWA Coliseum Wrestling Event yelling my lungs out. That's what I do. Who was it that said too much sport is barely enough? <laughs> this hour, we speak to Kangaroos coach Mal Meninga. I'm so excited about that. You're beside yourself. The Sydney Kings are 3-0, and already one hand on the trophy, and we talked to the great Brad Newley this morning as well. The Everest runs out at Royal Randwick in front of more than 40,000 people, and we talked to Johnny Tapp, Australian racing. Oh. Legend. Oh, how good. We've also got Sydney FC's Andrew Redmayne, who's going to join us on the line as well. Plus, the Supercross is back. Nice. Win, sta- win Stadium, Wollongong, November 9. Tickets from Ticketmaster, but your chance to win a little later in the show. We've got a huge Saturday morning oh. set up for you. Up next, the World Cup 9 results from last night. What did we like? The new 2040 rule was used as well. We'll tell you about it next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. It's the radio equivalent of chowing down on a bacon and egg roll at your kids' under six soccer. Ah. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Many of you last night would have sat down and tuned in to the inaugural World Cup Nines and either loved it or hated it, Chris. I happen to love it, Lachlan. I was out <laughs> calling the wrestling with Rose last night and got home up around about midnight and yep. thought, well, I've got to get some Z's for this show. Nope. Turned on Fox League <laughs> four games later. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed Dude, it. I was into it too. I was watching the Kings as well. It was, it was a lot of sport. In the men's overnight, Australia 25 defeated New Zealand 12. The Cook Islands 30 demolished Tonga 7. That shocked everybody. Where did that come from? Uh, Jason Taumalolo just right. stormed past the press, wasn't prepared to talk about it. They're not out of the tournament yet, but that was a real upset. Nothing worse than an angry Taumalolo. <laughs> <laughs> the other result that had the pundits a little bit raising eyebrows was Samoa 32 accounted for Fiji 7 very easily. Now, I thought that was going to be a close one. A lot of yeah. people were saying that was going to be a close game. It was a great moment. They went for the short restart and it was sailed out of touch and David Nofaluma just faked to catch it and it went 10 metres over his head. <laughs> West Tigers, we're funny guys. Yeah, and hilarious. England 25 over Wales 4 for the Australians, the standouts, David Fafita, he looks like the prototype nines player to me. Yeah, yeah. He seems like he's, uh, he's built for this kind of game, the open play that is the nines. And Wade Graham, who has always been a 5'8 in a back rower's body, was showing skills offensively, defensively, def, def kicks, putting out our car into space, those was, sorts of things. Was it, uh, was it Pappenhausen with the flick pass? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, that was Benji-esque, that flick pass. But speaking of our car, the Fox, yeah. with his first touch, this happened. He's away. See you later. Bonus zone. I'll try, but not get there. First touch. Josh Adokar. How stoked do you reckon Fox was to not see a large lineup of forwards in front of him? He's like, oh, this is great. I can just run around these guys. Try time. First ball. <laughs> I'm a small man in many, many ways, and it just still hurts every time I see Adokar do that as a former Tigers player. Yeah, whatever. 
One of the innovations in the nines that they're, I think, maybe trying out for the big league is the 2040. Right. So, and, yeah. and it was the subject of some conversation from Fox League commentator Andrew Voss. The shot, the 2040 is a rule in the nines. You know all about the 40-20, but if you want to yeah. kick long, well, hello, there we go. go. Here we go, 2040. It's Why close. Not? It's got oh, yes. the commentator's curse is beaten. <laughs> Are they proud of themselves? The jinx is dead. <laughs> No conversion will ever be missed now if the commentator backs it in. Yeah, right. Uh, in the women's game, Australia opened up their account with a 22 points to uh, eight win over New Zealand. Mm. Uh, Ali Brigginshaw was, oh. she's unbelievable. She's Cut out passes, flick passes. Unstoppable. Really, really impressive yeah. off the back of the Broncos winning the women's premiership. And mm. Kezi Apps just does what Kezi Apps does. That's a really good way to say it. <laughs> Dominate in the midfield. Yep. Now, the action resumes this morning at 11.55am, but the Australian men take the field against the USA at 2.10pm. Mm-hmm. 2.35, the women in action against England. The finals round about 7.30 tonight. I'm really enjoying the Nines race. Yeah, are we going to make short work of the USA or what? You bet. <laughs> Mal is going to join us a little bit later to share his thoughts on the Nines, so stick around for that. But up next, fresh off their win in the NBL, the Sydney Kings. Brad Newley is going to join us live from the airport. We're going to find out where he's off to next. It's the Weekend Legends. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose for your Saturday morning. And we love Sydney sport, and we love when Sydney sport has success. Mm. And out of the blocks this this season is our Sydney Kings, Chris. The Sydney Kings have had a fantastic start, Lachlan. They won last night at Kudos Bank Arena, 96 points to 91 over the New Zealand Breakers, Rose. Mate, with 3-0, I couldn't be happier. And somewhat more shocking news, Cairns beat Perth by more than 20 points over in Perth. So that's something to watch. But we want to talk about the excitement in Sydney, and we're talking to Sydney forward Brad Newley. Now, Brad, a good second-up home win against the Breakers for the Kings to go 3-0. From a personal point of view, you had 17 points, including three threes. It was Brazilian carnival night last night out at Kudos. (laughs) Are you already in your groove? Yeah, I had a big night at the carnival last night. (laughs) (laughs) Just just got home, no, no. Um, we're, we're, at the, uh, we're here in the lounge ready to fly back because we actually play New Zealand again tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so quick turnaround for the boys. But, yeah, exciting game last night. I'm just happy with the start. Just got to keep building. As are the fans. Uh, Brad, it's Rose here, mate. Uh, the big talk this week for the Kings, besides the 3-0, and is the, uh, the debut of Didi Luzada from uh, Brazil. 8.7 rebounds, and, and as we know, the New Orleans Pelicans GM was in the building last night to, to see Didi uh, debut. What do you think he would have said? Oh, probably not a lot, because he doesn't speak very good English. <laughs> yeah, we've heard that. <laughs> um, but no, he, he was impressive last night, as, as he has been through the, throughout the preseason. Just unfortunately got a bit of a slow start with, it, with the back injury, but he, he's back up and about now, and he'll keep building on this, and he's only young, and his uh, enthusiasm... You know, it rubs off on everybody else. So, yeah, he's got a bright future ahead of him, and he, he had a good performance in, in front of the Pelicans. And he doesn't speak any English, so he has a translator. How does that work in team workouts? How does that? How does he fit into the team that way? Uh, you know, kind of basketball has its own kind of language in a way. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to play overseas a long time, and I'm, I know exactly how he feels. You just kind of copy the guy in front of you and try and do a better job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he's doing great. Um, you know, a couple of us help out with a few terms here and there that we sort of know, but yeah, he's just going well. I won't ask. So, Brett, four of your starters were in double figures last night, and you mentioned back injuries. There was rumours that Andrew Bogut had a dodgy back like Didi. Now, he went for 11 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, three blocks. How good are back injuries? <laughs> yeah. Nah, he, uh, he came up well, uh, both. Yeah, he was a little bit sore earlier on the week. Um, you know, his big body, his body goes through a lot, so 
he he really picked it up last night. He, he was sensational all across the court and in all in all areas. So. Yeah, the back injury, that might be the secret. <laughs> he really is the uh, the presence uh, for the Kings. Uh, Brad, you know, we've talked to you uh, on the Weekend Legends before about our obsession with basketball on the show and especially our obsession with the Kings. I want to say I was there when the Kings broke the losing streak. I have the T-shirt 14 years since we've won a title. I don't think I've ever been more excited and more ex- uh, confident from the start of a season than I have this season. Do you feel that in the team as well? Yeah, there's a quiet kind of energy going about it. Um, you know, the cliche, you, you take it we're one game at a time, but I just think we're in a real good headspace. Um, guys know what their roles are. Um, you know, we've had a change in the, in the coaching. Uh, there's a bit of, you know, fresh energy about the place. Bringing in Casper Ware, he's, he's, he's a champion from Melbourne. Mm. He's, picked, he's picked things up a lot on them. And also, Joshua and Tato Newport has, has really stood up too. So I think everyone's just feeding off that. Uh, the role players are doing their jobs. Um, but yeah, like I said, just keep chipping away at these games early, and you know, you, you see the stats that come out. You know, best starts in 2008 and all those kind of things. You kind yeah. of got to look at that, but, but move on. But um, yeah, there's definitely a different kind of energy about the place, and, and it's positive. So you've got to keep riding that out. Love it. We should mention Casper Ware, 27 points last night. Good pickup for the Kings oh, there, I think. Oh, yeah. How you feeling, Melbourne? <laughs> Suck that. So, Brad, you're saying one game at a time, and it is happening quickly for you because you're about to jet over to New Zealand. And it's essentially a road versus road game, isn't it? Because the Breakers have flown back from their NBA commitments. Uh, we're looking forward to a fantastic result for you against New Zealand 3 p.m. tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Yeah, just uh, in, the, in the lounge now, talking some tactics and get in tonight, get in the pool, recover and come out tomorrow night and have a go. Awesome. Enjoy. Thanks so much, Brad Newley. No worries. Thank you. Sydney Kings play the New Zealand Breakers this Sunday. Get behind your Kings this season. But up next, Mal Meninga is going to join us to share his immortalised thoughts on the World Cup Nines and what it was like blowing the horn at the grand final. Oh, yeah. We'll ask that next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Like helping a weekend to the plums. Lambs Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose for your Saturday morning. And the World Cup Nines Day 2 is kicking off in just over an hour. And we want to get an idea of what to look forward to. And Chris, immortality joins us on the line. Lachlan, if you go to this gentleman's biography, it simply reads he has done everything in the game. <laughs> he is the 13th immortal. We are talking to Kangaroos coach Mal Meninga. Mal, good morning. Uh, good morning, legends. How are you? Oh, how good's that? We're so much better for talking to you, Mal. Now, look, we'll get into the great first-up performance by the Kangaroos last night in their 25 points to 12 win over New Zealand at Bankwest Stadium in the Nines. But we were concerned by some vision we saw last night. They made you walk to the stadium. Surely yeah, a limousine mate. should be organised. <laughs> no, I was happy with the walk, but they walked too quick for me. Yeah. I was at the back, and I was trying to keep up. And that's like, the, you know, like an 80-year-old kid trying to keep up with their parents, basically, so... Oh, yeah, oh. I was a bit puffed in. Oh, just, it's all the drama, you know, so I'm, sure. I'm a good actor. I'm a good actor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all good generals are behind the troops, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah right. exactly right, Chair. Yeah. Go get them, guys. Go get them. <laughs> Mal, it's Rose here. Uh, mate, the thing that really stood out to us um, in the Australia game was Dave, David Fafita. He's an absolute star. Was he, is he a perfect nines player? He's a perfect rugby league specimen, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah, big, quick, agile. Um, He's got a bit of aggression about him, you know. He loves loves the sport, so yeah. But what a great debut for him, you know, in the in the green and gold colours, which mm. is fantastic. You know, Wade, I thought Wade, I thought that middle, like Wade Graham was excellent. Yes. Started off the game, fantastic. You know, his kicking game. I oh, really really happy with their performance, and um, you know, good way to kick off the, the tournament. 
And it turns out the fox, he's got a little bit of toe as well, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he could go, yeah. yeah. The fox. <laughs> oh, the fox, the fox went well. <laughs> now, Mal... So come, on for a, come on for a sprint and come back off again. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. And, and we do want to dip a lid to you for calling that 2040 by Mitchell Moses. That was a terrific oh, call from the sideline. Beautiful. Can't complain, though. So, I mean, they're, um, you know, I mean, they, they, they had a spring in their steps yesterday, guys. Um, you know, sort of the inaugural... World Cup and Pines, they feel like, like I said, they're pioneers, feel like they're pioneers to this concept. And yeah, um, yeah they've done their, their country proud last night. Now, whilst your focus right now will be on the nines, it'd be hard not to have an eye about on the upcoming test matches against New Zealand and then Tonga. Now, I know the team is locked in for the first test. There's been some uh, disappointing news during the week. Luke Keary's out for the season with an ankle injury. Wow. But can the nines become a bit of a possible guide to selection policy as we look forward to the Tonga test? I think it's a, it. Um, obviously, it's a different concept of 13s, but um, it's a great way to introduce uh, emerging talent. You know, we've got like Ryan Pappenhausen, like mm. David Fever already, already mentioned, Mitchell Moses. Um, you know, all those all those type of you know, Carla Ponga, uh, who uh, made their debuts last night. It's a great way to introduce them into the international program, induct them in, in sort of a way. But I think it's a great way of doing that. Now, I just think nine can be a standalone event by itself. You know, mm. we're kind of hoping. The NRL got this vision of taking it around the world, a bit like Rugby Sevens. And, um, yeah. you know, like I said, this is the inaugural one. And um, we feel it's, it's got great entertainment value and a great showpiece for our great game. We're talking to the great Mal Meninga here about the Nines. And you mentioned something interesting there about how it features this new talent in the space. And some other new talent we wanted to ask you about uh, was Fiji. Uh, you had a new running water boy with ScoMo out there on the field, handing <laughs> waters out in Fiji. Yeah. What kind of vital information did you give to him to pass on to the players? Um, <laughs> none, actually. Because, I mean, you know, mate, he's a bit of a rugby league tra- tragic, isn't he? You know? yeah. So, I mean, he come down to the sideline. I'm, he's standing beside me next to me. He's got his shoes off. And <laughs> I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to work out interchange and how the team's going and stuff. We had a bit of a conversation about I'm not quite sure what was going on, but uh, all of a sudden, I had to call Gilly back, Trevor Gillemeister back, to give him the towel and the water bottle. And all of a sudden, he's trying to hold on the field, and then he's, he's had to run over and get the, the kicking tee for the, you know, the kicker at the time. Um, so, I oh, reckon it humanises, normalises the, the PM, you know. So, I mean, we sort of put him on the societal pedestal, don't we? But it just sort yeah, of yeah. humanises him a little bit. And I, oh, we really enjoyed it. I think, obviously, he enjoyed the. The, um, you know, the, obviously the occasion, but we enjoyed him, enjoyed him being part of the team. Hang on, Matt. Are you saying that no one asked ScoMo to do it? He just walked on the field and took his shoes off and went on the new water boy? That's it. Oh, there my you go. God. That's... That's... It's, his, it's his team. It's his concept. You can do anything you like. I have to agree. It's part of the joy of being Prime Minister. <laughs> sure, good point. Fortunately, exactly. fortunately yeah. he didn't get falconed uh, as Travis Toomer did in the yeah. grand final. And, Mal, we couldn't let you go without getting you to talk through your personal experience of blowing the horn in front of the Raiders faithful at the grand final. How was that? Guys, I got carried away. <laughs> now I'm nearly 60 years of age. I got caught up in the occasion when I blew the horn. Then they did the Viking clap. I mean, I, I, was, um, I was taken away by it all. It oh, was yeah. a great experience. I mean, I felt like a kid again. I felt like I was playing again, you know? So, I mean, I was into it. I got a bit sweaty, actually, just trying to do the clap. Are you giving us an exclusive? You're on the comeback trail? Oh, here we go. Oh, i love to, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to, Look, but front row, perhaps, eh? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Now, you take on the USA and Papua New Guinea this afternoon with a, a hope to make the finals, which we back the kangaroos to do. Absolutely. 
You are the 13th Immortal and you are the Kangaroos coach and it is a genuine thrill to speak to you. Mal Meninga, thank you so much for your time this morning. I oh, appreciate your lunches. Thank you. Thank you, Mal. Catch the Nines kicking off at 11.30 this morning with Australia. Match against the USA a little later this afternoon. But kicking codes to our other national representees. The Wallabies prepare to go up against England in a highly anticipated quarterfinal match. And we've got a backup plan ready for you for when the Wallabies are eliminated. And we'll tell you why next. <laughs> it's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-fives! Triple M's Weekend Legends. It's the Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M with Chris and Rose. And don't forget the Supercross is back. Win Stadium Wollongong November 9. Tickets via Ticketmaster. But we've got some for you later in the show. Keep sticking around for that. But the Rugby World Cup is now at the pointy end with some mouth-watering matchups still to come. But we start looking at the quarterfinal match between the Wallabies and England, Chris. We just seem very confident about the Wallabies' prospects, Lachlan, based on what you said a little yeah, bit earlier today. Yeah, what was it going out of there? He's like, uh, you know, when the Wallabies lose. <laughs> They're in action 6.15pm Sydney time against England at Oyster Stadium in Tokyo. Oh, cool. 9.15pm, the All Blacks take on Ireland. Look, this, this Wallabies game, uh, can I be honest with you? A lot of my friends who are big Wallabies fans have already kind of told me the Wallabies are losing. It's like they've already lost. What's the deal? Why are Wallabies fans so reserved to this? Look, I'm no psychologist, but this is a, a reaction that where you prepare yourself for the worst, so then if something good happens, then you feel really surprised and relieved. That's so, a novel approach. I've never done that. So they're building a mental wall. <laughs> right, but right. Uh, it's also a reflection that since the 2015 final, yep. where we were defeated by the All Blacks, and everybody said the Wallabies surpassed expectations and Michael Checker is the guy to take us forward, the numbers read this way, Rose. The Wallabies are 23 and 26 in the 49 games they've played since the World Cup final in 2015. That surprises me. Yeah, I mean, that's a losing record. There's no yeah, other way to I describe it. I did not think you were going to say that. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of selection quandaries as to who should be playing for the Wallabies this afternoon. Okay, such as? The starting halves are Will Genia and Christian Leofano. This is the eighth different combination we've had in the nine games we've most played, the okay. last nine games. I'm starting to understand my mates now. <laughs> By way of contrast, England's starting halves, Ben Youngs and Owen Farrell, have started in all six games that hey, England have beaten Australia. Put a fork at us. We're done. We're done. <laughs> I'm not as dismal as you and Lachlan are. Mm. I like the fact that Czech has taken a bold move, which is the young sensation, Jordan Patea. Sure. He is starting at outside centre, having played 100 minutes of test football on the wing. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, outside centre is close to the wing. <laughs> close enough. For Kirtley Beale, I think... He's at fullback. They'll be peppering him with high kicks. This is the biggest game of his career, and I'm going to back him in. All right. Well, you know, it's good to see that they're taking that chance. If it pays off for the Wallabies, it'll even be a bigger talk. But get real here. If the Wallabies get thumped by England, what do we do now? I have a backup strategy okay. for you. Okay. It's a strategy shared by about 60 to 70 million viewers in Japan, and All that right. is to go for the Brave Blossoms oh. in their 9.15 p.m. game tomorrow evening against South Africa. Well, there you go. You've heard that, Sydney. If, if the Wallabies get knocked out, we're all Japan fans. <laughs> and even better, there's an Australian connection in the Japanese team. Oh, yeah. What's that? James Moore is playing lock with the 38-year-old Kiwi veteran Luke Thompson. He used to play rugby union for East in the Queensland Premier well, League. Nobody's perfect. And he's a surf-loving Queenslander. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I say we back James in and we see Japan progress to the semifinals. We've got to get a winner out of the Wallabies and the Brave Blossoms. It's just got to happen. Good luck to the Wallabies and to the Cherry Blossoms as well. They're both under pressure, which is what you'll have to be to win our pressure test. If you've listened to the show, you might have that little extra edge for your chance to win a pressure washer. Take full control of your home with a Karcher pressure washer. Thanks to thanks Karcher, life's most satisfying clean 
133353. We're going to do our pressure test next. Ring the Weekend out. Legends on Triple M. This show is definitely on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and we love our sports and we love our general pub trivia as well. And thanks to Karcher, let's do this. Pressure. The Under Pressure Test. That is right, Lachlan. It's time for another week of the pressure test. How it's going to work this week is like so. We've got a bunch of questions here. If you answer the fifth question correctly, you are the winner for this week. Get one wrong, you're out. It's the next person in. Got it, Chris? I got it, and the high-pressure cleaner from Karcher will be yours. Right, let's start it off with our first contestant, Nathan from Preston's. Nathan, are you there, son? Yes, I am. Are you ready to play the high-pressure test with the legends? Sure is. Okay. Let's do it. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Let's start, and here comes the first question for you, Nathan. In the Nines World Cup format, how long is a game? 18 minutes. Oh, beautiful, Nathan. I love what they've done there, two nine-minute halves in the Nines. You get it? It's really good, isn't it? It's beautiful, isn't it? Symmetry. Let's go. Moving on, Nathan, to question two. The big four of rugby are still in the Rugby World Cup. That's Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and England. Can you name one other team that's still in it? Japan. Very good. Nathan's been listening to the show. Certainly. And by the way, notice Scotland isn't in there, Rose. Yeah, thank you. I get it. I heard you. Uh, Okay, Nathan, we're going to move on to question three. This could be a clean sweep here. In the World Cup nines, bonus tries are worth how many points? Five. Oh, Nathan. It's where you score under the upright to get five. All right. I like that. Do the the posts light up? Apparently, I can't tell you (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Here we go. Question four, Nathan. The Titans jersey sponsor, TFH, is back on board after some controversy this week. Who are the Roosters jersey supporter? Staggles. Uh, oh, you almost lost it there. <laughs> Delicious, Nathan. Delicious. One okay. to go. One to go, Nathan. You could clean sweep and everyone else in the line is going to be furious at you. <laughs> but, but, Rose, this is the pressure question. This is the pressure question. Right. Here we go, Nathan. Fire up. Which kangaroo scored in his first touch on debut last night? Sophia. Oh, oh no, Nathan. Nathan. I love your effort, but that's not the correct answer. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, let's go to Daniel in Penshurst. Daniel, you ready? Yeah, mate. Okay, we're not going to give you the same question. I'm going to give you a different one. If you answer this one, you are the winner, right? You're going to just come in and steal it. Here we go. Sydney Kings beat the New Zealand Breakers last night in the basketball. Who do they play on Sunday? Illawarra. Oh, it's a good guess, but not correct. Sorry, Daniel. Let's move on to our next contestant, Jim in Newport. I'm going to give you the same question, Jim. Sydney Kings beat the New Zealand Breakers last night. Who do they play on Sunday? Uh, I knew the first answer. Um, <laughs> could have repeated that question. <laughs> Sorry, Jim Lachlan's buzzed you out. You're out of time. We're going to go to John in Botany. Is that correct, Lachlan? Okay, John in Botany. Sydney Kings, who do they play on Sunday? Melbourne. No, John. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting so antsy. Let's go to Justin in the Northern Beaches. Who do the Kings play on Sunday, Justin? Please. Why don't you give me a rugby league question? If he's two sons, he's between 12 guys and not straight off the bat of the wife. Oh, don't try and guilt me into a prize. Lachlan's already angry at you. Let's go to John in Campbelltown. John, who are the Kings playing on Sunday? New Zealand Breakers. Thank yeah! you, John. John Campbelltown. Are you a Tiger supporter, John? <laughs> 
I sure am. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, okay. Magpie, but yes, yep. on the dock. All right, you yeah. two settle down. Uh, good on you, John. Congratulations, John. You've won yourself a Karcher high-pressure washer. Take full control around your home with a Karcher pressure washer, thanks to Karcher. Life's most satisfying clean. We're going to do it again next week, but a huge second hour to come. We'll do that next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends on Triple M.